Episode of 360 Degrees, where we discuss the news and we can review based on topics that we find interesting. And if you don't, well, fuck you. We don't care. Because it's all about what we think and our opinion that we feel is going to empower the people and our listening audience. So, those that are listeners, those that see the show and listen to the show on a weekly basis, they get the notifications on their phone because they're subscribed to the app with our particular show. We thank you, we love you, and we support you. Let us know who you are so we can give you a shout out on on the show at the end when we roll the credit rolls. Thank you, thank you. And this is 360 Degrees with Mercer Prescott, Odie Okwe, Mercedes Sinwright, Van the Man Lowry, but he's not here today, so we have a substitute. It's going to be his wife, Camille, the woman Lowry, and I, F. Christopher Blue, <laughs> aka Kaiser Sose. Odie and Mercedes, let's talk the rights. Oh, let's talk about June 14th. Change your profile pic. Odie, that's you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I thought that was so funny that we had a whole like dry run before this and we still forgot that that was a slide. <laughs> it goes to show though that like that's this like that's what's top of mind, right? So we're not we're not gonna take too much time, but this is a public service announcement. June 14th, there's a meme floating around the internet that says June 14th is going to be y'all president's birthday. And uh just to troll him for the simple sake of trolling him uh people should be changing your profile pic to number 44's uh picture so uh that would be barack obama and you should yeah just go ahead and change your profile pic just to troll just to troll hopefully this will be his last birthday at the white house i don't know what uh what picture i'm gonna use but i mean we have so many options so many options and I know uh, like the photographer that that he had like gushed over being able to work with him Um, I don't know which one are you guys going to use are you going to use the one like his uh, the unveiled one the one with um, that was painted by I can't remember the artist's name but he had his portrait painted and it was like in a it looked like it was in a garden are you going to pick something more presidential or maybe one of him in the family i think i'm gonna go with the one that is there's a meme of him putting up his middle finger to trump i think that's the one i'm going with probably just sure that with his family so we can know what it would what an actual presidential family looks like and not yeah. just his, not, not just his random assortment of grown-up jizz that you know that makes up his family so <laughs> terrible right three baby mamas and five kids who does that <laughs> My president would never. 
And if he My had, and if he, and if he had one outside kid or one extra wife, they would have been all over his ass. Remember how they jumped on him when he had a brown suit on? Oh no, no, not brown, tan. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I'm colorblind. Um, <laughs> and yet, and yet, I seen multiple pictures of other presidents who did the same. I saw one of Bush. I saw one of um, Ronnie Reagan. And yeah. I never, and I couldn't find any dialogue of them going off the rail regarding what colors he was wearing. Yeah, basically. It's only bad if Obama does it. So June 14th, change your profile pick to Barack Obama in order to raise your fist against the bullshit. Trump again. All right, all right. So can we do like the... He's a Gemini. That explains a fucking lot. Hey, Camille. So we're saying for you were telling us what pictures you were gonna put up above Obama, correct? Right. On your profile. Well, okay. I'm thinking. That's, I think. I'm thinking that's the one I'm going with. I mean, I'm not a Twitterer. I don't. I mean, I do Twitter, but I don't do Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't. I don't have a Merc presence. I have a very small baby presence. That's the only. Mm-hmm. One, that's really the only account he's on like that. So you know, I mean. I could put any picture in the world because I only have like maybe 300 followers on Twitter. You know, I don't even fuck with Twitter. I think I've had Twitter since 2009. And if, if it wasn't for my Facebook post, there would be no actual presence on um, Twitter because my Facebook posts post to my Twitter posts. Right. And see, I don't have a Twitter at all. So I just use like Facebook and um, Instagram. So is this on both platforms? Is it on all social media platforms? That's the one you want to troll them on. Because the whole point is, okay. is to troll the current. As far as getting a Twitter account, if you've never asked yourself the question, you know, how can social media make me angrier than I already am? If you've never uh-huh. asked yourself that question, then you don't need the then you don't need to get Twitter if you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I think um, for me, I think the picture I like the most is just him and Michelle when they fist bump because that just seemed to piss the entire world off when they did that. They called them terrorists. They called them all types of things just because they were showing love to one another. So that would be something I think would be a way to kind of just piss them off even more. Yeah, because they were like, they were like, who shows love in a marriage? Oh my God. <laughs> Not natural. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, what's name has a boyfriend. I'm sh- she probably wanted to break up like right before this whole thing happened. Um, you want Melania? Yeah, Melania. Yeah, she probably wanted to break up, but whatever. Too late now, girl. Yeah, all she ever wanted to be was all Melania ever wanted to be was a wealthy widow, and now she's the first lady, and she's hating every second of it. Mm-mm-mm. Oh well. And I ain't even mad at her. Well, I mean, she chose him, so she can only be so mad. Um, Bingo, really that's my beef thing. with that's Melania. Thing. I really have any beef with her. I love the way she dresses, but other than that, I really don't pay her any attention. So she got what she deserved. I just don't she doesn't have any. I think that's the issue. She doesn't come with anything. You know, it's not. She doesn't have any presence other than her fashion sense. Other than that, she has nothing to offer. And I think you know that's what makes her just kind of this trophy wife and I guess that's that was her goal to be a trophy wife and I think you're absolutely right to be a wealthy widow I don't think she had any desire to have any type of relationship with Trump you can see like their disconnect when they're talking and sitting next to each other it's crazy she's like don't she touch didn't... me don't visit me 
But didn't she, don't they have a kid together? The, the yeah. youngest son. She actually gave him a kid. Yes. I mean, how was was she gonna stay in the country? <laughs> True, but I just, I just that situation screams IVF. I swear. <laughs> it's like, did you guys even touch each other? You know, just uh they they seem well. At least she seemed like she freaking hates him when they're together. I mean, trust me. I mean, I don't mean to be vulgar, but she doesn't wake up with hard nipples every morning, laying next to that orange marmalade man in those orange stained bed sheets every morning. She's in it for the money. And that's actually true. She actually sleeps in a different part of the White House than he does. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they don't sleep together. Get out of here. Yeah. All right, raise your fists. Let's talk protests. So, protests continued throughout the week. Um... Uh, people say that protests don't work, but obviously they do because after like day three, I think of th- day three or four of the protests, um, we ended up seeing Derek Chauvin being arrested. Uh, but then the protests continued, and the three other officers were charged this week. And come come to find out, Chauvin's under uh, suicide watch. So the comments I saw around that were like, hmm, yeah, so cool story, bro, uh, about this, like, recipe. I had questions. Like, people just were like, whatever. Um, because he clearly needs to be in jail. Anyway, uh, the protests continue this week. Police continue to be on some bullshit, uh, antagonizing peaceful protests. Unfortunately, Raleigh enacted a curfew this week. I think it, when did it start? Maybe Wednesday? But I know Wednesday and Thursday we had an 8 o'clock curfew. This weekend it's been extended to 10 o'clock, which I'm still like, why the fuck do we have a curfew? Durham is not on that energy, so if you want to protest, if there are any protests going on in neighboring cities or towns, you can protest, but the problem is if you live in Raleigh, you can't come back until after 5 a.m. If you get caught out there anyway. So if you're caught moving on the street after you said 5 p.m.? Uh, no, 10 p.m. now. Okay. But it's okay. 10 to 5. Because some people get off at 5. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they was- close at, like, the stores and stuff, the stuff that normally closes after the, after the curfew, they close early. Like, I went to the store, uh, when it was 8 o'clock, I tried to get to the store at, like, 7.30. And I was like, oh, shit, like, the workers do have to leave. Like, it totally, like, slipped my mind that, of course, the workers have to leave and close the store early, you know, so they can have time to get home. And I realized, like, the store was closed. There's nothing I could do about it. And it's understandable that Raleigh did that. I, certain parts of Raleigh were absolutely destroyed. I have a couple of clients in Raleigh, and those boys went in and... On a side note, you know, I got a couple of clients in Raleigh and them boys went in. I actually saw the the, 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 the things that they acquired and I was like, done, why you ain't get no no real shit like electronics or something? They all got clothes from this store and that store and roses and I like you know, DK well, and wine stuff. They want to boost. They want to boost for $40. $40. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, my one, one of my homie's sons, he had a whole big bag from um, 
Dick's Sports or whatever of, of clothes. He's like, what is your son? How old is your son? Ah, I don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. What the fuck? You on camera, dummy? <laughs> well, here in um, in Greenville, South Carolina, we, we've had quite a few protests. They really haven't tore up anything. Um, the police officers, of course, though, turned a peaceful protest, a few peaceful protests into something ridiculous by pepper spraying and stuff like that. But other than that, nothing really has happened. Um, we don't have any type of a curfew or anything yet. It's been pretty peaceful, but there's still protests going on damn near on every corner, downtown Greenville, shopping district, everywhere you can think of, and some in uh, Spartanburg as well. Um, I think I've seen a few small ones in Anderson. So the upstate is really still ongoing, but there's there's been no riots or looting per se. I think they tried it like on the on like the first day or so um, on one of our busiest areas where uh, all the shopping stores and malls are, but it didn't last. So it's pretty much it. I know here in Durham, it was very, it's been very peaceful, very organized. But I, what I see is mostly our non-brown and black brothers and sisters on on the front lines, and that might be why it ain't turned bad and the footage that right. i really see is that the police are really the agitators as a lot of these events yep. are peaceful and then there's pepper sprayed or those little smoke bomb things and then disruption occurs it's almost like man they ain't turned up enough let's let's turn it up a notch psst, 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 with the pepper spray and the, and the yep, smoke and all that game. shit and you know, get the fuck out of here and pushing people down and cussing people out and doing all that bullshit. It's like the police are really, it's like they have an invisible clan mask on. You dig what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they definitely do. They definitely do. And more and more they're having to resign right now because they're doing idiotic shit. They are. I do think it's important that we remember that the media isn't going to show black people on the front lines like they should, because the idea is to kind of mask the fact that we are leading this um, these protests. But I want to highlight my hometown, Flint, Michigan, you know, how they handled that, you know, because in that city, it is predominantly black there. You know, you you know, it, it, that's just what it is. And black people led that. And when the police joined them, that was a, a, just a very important moment to have because in Flint, police and their the civilians have always had these, always had issues because it's a predominantly black city, high crime rate. And so the narrative has always been that this city is a city of violence and, you know, and crime. And it was nice to see that narrative and to see the, the black people at the headline. The only thing that upset me more is that the police chief kind of took over and it should have been about the people and how the people came together and brought in the police. Is it just me? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is it just me or does it like, it just frustrates me to see like, I don't know, this was like last week when it first started, like a group of white people kind of like standing in front of a bunch of black people. Don't get me wrong. I understand what their reason was, but it just kind of bothered me that they would even have to do that to keep the police from antagonizing normal human beings like black people are. But so see, that's the, no, the reason exactly. that, doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I mean, it. I, I hear you. I really do. I hear like the fact that that's a thing. I, I am annoyed that that has to be a thing, but it also ties into the reason everybody's out there in the first place. But 
I appreciate it because white people know good and damn well that nothing's going to happen to them. Like those are those are people that understand white privilege is a thing. So they're using their privilege to leverage safety against black protesters because they know that the outcome for them is not going to be the same. So I feel like that's like exercising the concept of white privilege. Like you're you're leveraging it or using it to your advantage. So I get it. I appreciate it. I ain't going to be like, oh, no, all shit. That's what I was... It's funny that you brought it up because I was going to say what what has been irritating me is seeing the police fucking kneel and then let out the tear gas. They do it for the photo op and then they do tear gas moments later. Um, Running over people with their vehicles. Shit like that. Like, nah, don't, don't co-sign that behavior like no nah, they like I need black people to be less forgiving like no like we're not I'm not well anyway I'm gonna take speak for myself I'm not going with apology like at this point you really 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 just don't hear us you if you're saying that all lives matter at this point you're determined to be ignorant and I don't have time for you I don't have patience for you so the way these boys acting I never seen no females do it, but the way these boys acting, shit, they need to be labeled a terrorist group. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump ahead when Odie mentioned about the, uh, the, uh, the cops kneeling. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, progressive media, and uh, Anna Kasparian was talking about that on Young Turks, and she was basically saying, um, she was like, don't do PR for the cops because the same cops who uh, not not the same exact cops with the same police department that shoved down right. that old man were the same ones who were doing the photo op of them actually kneeling and she was like don't do their PR for them yeah. so it's uh, it, it's tough because we want the cops to be on our side but at the same time if they're doing if they're doing bad Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck that. We we need action. Like we we often kneeling anyway. That's why people are out there protesting because they about that action, and we're not having it no more. Social media has shown us who you are on a regular basis, not the one time that you kneeled. Like that's not. I'm not. I refuse to let that to let them change the narrative. Go ahead and play the video. The mounting strain on cops appears to be triggering disturbing encounters. In Buffalo, New York, a 75-year-old man was shoved to the ground by two cops and seriously injured. My name is Martin Guccino. The victim, identified as Martin Guccino, is a local activist. In the video, he appears to show an officer something on his cell phone. Then he's pushed and falls. The officers walk on. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is horrified. Police officers walk by. It's just fundamentally offensive and frightening. Both cops are suspended without pay, but 57 other officers have resigned from the anti-riot squad to protest their suspension. That's everyone on the squad. Cops in major cities have had leaves and vacations canceled. They're working. One thing I want that to say about that clip, yeah, but did see like the cop when he exit, well, who pushed him? He said, "Oh shit!" and he was there to help him. And his homeboy was like, "Nah, keep going, motherfucker." 
And it's just like, that's just sad that you can't, that the cops that want to do right are pressured to not do right. I, I, I mentioned this last week and I actually had some Facebook friends either block me or uh, unfriend me over my not so friendly cop stance. And my thing is, my this is just my theory, I have no proof to back this up, that there are more bad cops than good cops. And I think that's a, a it's kind of, a, it, it points toward that because you figure it like this, right? If there were good cops, let's just say that guy made a mistake and just shoved him too hard. Give him some help right there on the spot. I mean, he's bleeding from his ear. Like a, there's a pool of blood underneath his ears. And when they showed it on the Young Turks, they showed a different clip. They showed that clip and then they showed another clip. Somebody was taping it from across the street. And that one had better sound. And when, he, when his head hit that concrete, it sounded like a bowling ball hitting the concrete. I wince, I wince every time I, I know what's coming, but I wince every time because he was hurt really bad. Uh, as of yesterday, he was in um, serious but stable condition. When and I want to cry, I watch this video. This video actually brings tears to my eyes. And it was just a fact that, and then, and here's the thing, this guy pushed the other cop away. The other cops, they didn't even look down at him. They, right. just, they just kept on going. So I would imagine that there are some good cops out there, but they're surrounded by bad cops and they're surrounded by yeah. an administration talking about in their own police forces that just either defend or just turn a blind eye to that thing. There's an old clip floating around the internet uh, from about maybe four years ago where this black woman like the article has resurfaced because she um she had lost her job and she was suing to get her benefits um she had served like i think like 19 years or something like that on the police force and she had interfered with one one of her colleagues was trying to choke somebody to death mm, 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 mm. and she said stop you're 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 killing him mm. and they fucking fired her so when you see shit like that happen, it's, it's like I, like who, it's hard that people would have to choose job security over checking their colleagues. Or doing what's right. Or doing what's right. right. Like what, what is wrong about making sure he's okay, especially if you see blood coming out of his head. No, man, keep going, keep though. moving. Isn't that isn't it, isn't it the cop's duty though to you know to lend to lender out some support? Like if someone is choking, if a cop comes up, they can render CPI. First responder, so, correct, correct. First responder. So that's your job. So the fact that you, and I think what what I think what really heightens and pisses people off who are protesting is when you see images like that. And then you see them pushing down an old man, not caring about him, walking around him. And then you want to come in our faces and you want to threaten us. You didn't go right, I'm going to come back at you with smoke. Because I just saw what you did to this old man who was by himself. <laughs> I don't I don't trust that you're going to protect my life. I don't protect that you're going to make sure I'm okay. So why would I put myself, why would I not defend myself against you? You know, then you I have just, officers who destroy the water too. They actually go out of their way to damage supplies that will aid people. There was a first aid station. I think it was it was Asheville this week, um, and there were water bottles at like a like a first aid station. And they have volunteers out there to give protesters water, 
you know, made sure they were okay. They, they had other supplies there. And the police poured the water out, was damaging the items. Even though there was... Isn't no- that, wouldn't that be a charge, like destruction of personal property? I don't know, but... <sighs> Everybody was perplexed, even there, even the mayor. I saw a clip in which the officers were stealing the water and throwing away the milk. The milk is used to basically help your eyes when you get pepper sprayed. And they were pouring out the milk and putting the water in the back of their pickup truck. And they were in police gear. I think it was like, like the detective kind of gear, like when they wear the stuff over their stuff. There's not like the black gear, but the other gear that identifies that they're cops. And it's just disgusting. But it just, this just really reveals that a good 80 to 90% of these people on that bullshit come from these rural towns that hate black people, that are jealous of black people, that don't, that have low, you have to have a certain low type of IQ from what I understand. You can't be too smart to be a cop in order for you to be malleable to this type of destructive creature. Or if you are, they make you an equipment manager <laughs> or somebody like that. They put you behind a the desk. They don't put you out in the streets if you're too smart or ask too many questions. You know? and, and On one of our other shows we, uh, called A Man's Perspective, we interviewed a New Jersey cop. And even though he sounded like he was good and supportive of the movement, he had his white privileges moments. And they have their, they, they, it's a culture embedded in them in which they're going to protect their own and do what they want to do in their skewed way of, of, of unleashing justice. What are you justifying and, and what are you protecting and serving if you're doing more harm than good? How, it's almost like Judge Dredd. You ever see that movie? Oh yeah. It, it kind of feels movie. like that a little bit sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except he was a good guy. Supposedly. <laughs> It's been rough to watch, but even more so, talking about hurt feelings. We're going to talk about Drew Brees in a little bit, but uh, watching Trina talk about calling people animals because they were destroying and protesting was so disappointing. Um, I, You know, like some people... Like we just we just talked about Trina last week. So to go from like oh man, like I know she should know better to damn, like she really tra- like she was calling the people animals and talking about locking them up. It just sounded like so trumpy, like huh. Let me guess. She Maybe has- she's the new Candace. Maybe she's the Miami Dade County version of Candace Owens. <laughs> honestly, you know, I, I would have honestly expected Trick to be on that energy. Like, Trick has said some problematic stuff in the past himself, so I honestly expected him to be on that energy and her to be the one like defending him or censoring him and trying to give him a heads up. But the roles were completely reversed from what I expected them to be. Um, but yeah, she he just kept trying to say, "But you got money, like you're out of touch, and you don't understand like where people." the have-nots are coming from, like, work. And even then, like, she's still a have-not 
because that, she's black. That bitch ain't got no money. Time. I seen her house. She she she, she ain't doing no better than me or you. Uh, she's probably financially doing better. She probably got more votes in the bank than I do. But um, my thing is, <sighs> Trick just kept trying to say like you you got to touch girl. Like you're out of your lane. You don't understand it. And we just saw Trina like maybe a month or two ago, where she was giving some white racist lady the business in Walmart of all places. So you would think that you would be a little bit more in touch. Like we all came to your defense and that racist white lady was on some bullshit. And she didn't even call the police on you and she could have. Yeah, I mean, she should have definitely muted some of her conversation. Her point is her point does have some validity. I don't think you need to destroy in order to make change. Like looting, I can't justify. I, I myself can't justify I looting. Never, okay, my thing with looting is I'm not gonna condone it. I'm not gonna condemn it, but I'm also not gonna condone it. It's just like I understand yeah. why other people do it. I'm not personally gonna do it, but I'm not gonna condemn the people that are doing it. Like I'm just not. Now granted, I know that there are some opportunities, some opportunities mixed in there who are just looting because they can or they think they can because they figured I got the mask I mean, on. I ain't gonna condemn it either, but damn. Let at least put up a board like on a, a back page version or some kind of board where I could get some of these items for a, a deep discount. You know what I mean? <laughs> you worried about the wrong damn thing. <laughs> I want a MacBook. I want an Air Mac. I want to be like Sin. You know what I'm saying? I want to be fancy oh with God. the with the devices. You know, I want to pay fifty percent off or sixty or seventy five percent off, depending on what crackhead got what. I just I'm mad because I'm slighted because I'm not getting the good deals and. Went to the pawn shop to think that I would get it there. They're not pawning shit yet. I think they're holding off on that. You know what I'm saying? They're holding off because they know people are looking for that stuff. You know? Yeah, they're not gonna pawn. They're not gonna pawn like the major electronics. Maybe a coffee pot or two, but not the major. I, I've never That's been a looter, but I wouldn't loot something that I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna loot something that I want. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's free. I'm not looting stuff to sell. If I was stealing stuff to sell, I'd be a professional thief. You know. If I'm looting, I'm looting for me, you know, for me and mine, you know. So like if, if I was out there and I need to me a MacBook, I'd steal my MacBook. But look out for I'm the not MacBooks gonna... and the Air Max on Facebook Market. If y'all see a good deal, y'all let me know, okay? I, I, I look at it like this, and going more toward Bodie's point, I didn't really give any opinions about the looting themselves because, I mean, I live in a quiet town. There is no protest here. There's nothing going on here, and I see a cop maybe once every four months. You don't and have black they're, people there. they're not even looking for me so i don't really have an opinion either way about the about the looting i mean the protest yes go for it the looting i just figure you know what whatever happens happens your insurance will cover it so long as no people actually get hurt in this yeah that's my thing like i value the lives i don't give you name right, right i just don't um but of course as expected uh and predictable as Black Twitter got in that ass. <laughs> Black Twitter got in that ass, and she was forced to apologize. Now, uh, I was kind of surprised because uh, the f- person I saw initially going the hardest that she was engaged with, and she was double, tripling, Trina was double, tripling down her initial position, was Masika Kalisha. Now, Masika, like, y'all don't, y'all probably like, who the fuck is this? Now, I one of my- That's that guy <laughs> with the, bonk, the funky eye. He has a daughter with her. Yes, this is um, Fetty Wap's baby mama. One of his baby mama. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name because he doesn't have any hits out right now. Or since. Yeah, yeah he, hasn't, he hasn't had a good summer in a minute. But uh, she has a baby uh, with this guy, and that's the only place I know is from Love and Hip Hop. Um, 
But yeah, she was going in on Trina. I kept trying to, I was like, well, why the fuck is she talking shit to Trina? And why is Trina responding more importantly? Because uh, she wasn't even, she was just like saying, expressing the same disappointment that I did. I mean, she was doing it a little harsher than I probably would have, but whatever. And then I saw uh, what happened and other people jumped on the bandwagon. Trina ended up apologizing. This dry ass apology of, I just wanted to say I apologize sincerely to everybody I offended by what I said. I spoke passionately about how I felt. People destroying our community here in Miami. Again, acknowledging the effect without the cause is nobody any good. Facts. Girl, why are we here? Like, let's talk about that. Why are we here? That's why That's why I just can never... When I think about the cause, I just can't bring myself to give a fuck about any of this property. Yeah, I mean... Y'all got anything else before I drag Drew Brees right quick? Um, my thing with celebrities, I don't I don't even know why anybody pays them any attention. Like when they when they say ignorant shit, because for me it's just like I'm not a big on like celebrities and stuff. Even when you just mm-hmm. said about the whole Masika thing, I know who she is, but um um, a lot of people just may not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't give a shit about celebrities. You're going to find some that are just like the people we deal with on a daily basis. They're either going to be ignorant, they're going to be prejudiced, they're going to be intelligent, they're going to be smart, they're going to be a, a, an array of things. And I, I don't know, celebrities just don't, you know, yeah, they're, you know, they're not a representation of what our thought process should be because they're all, they all think differently. They just have a face. Y'all know that clip from, um, I think, was it Chris Rock or... I can't remember, but basically, the clip was talking about 9/11, and I and I so remember this. I remember seeing when 9/11 happened, and on the news, for whatever reason, somebody decided to interview Ja Rule. Oh, it was um, what's his name? Chris, what's the what's the one that everybody? Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle that did this clip. Dave Chappelle, yeah, and he was like. It was like, oh my God, like what? Like 9-11 just happened. Like, tell me about, like somebody quit getting Ja Rule on the phone. <laughs> See what he it's just like, <laughs> nobody asking your opinion. Nobody, like I'm. he's the last person I'm thinking of. He's the last person I'm thinking of. So I do understand your point. <laughs> Safety's about like, right. don't nobody care. Don't nobody care. Fuck like, yeah, I don't put too much stock in what they're saying, but it's just always interesting to see people who you predict what their behavior would be and then just be off the mark with it. It's, you know, especially when you feel like you've supported their career. And, and, and also, some celebrities do have a lot of pull. Like, they may have a lot of Twitter followers or they may be somebody like somebody people who would look, who would look up to, you know? And if they say something, it may sway their uh, opinions in a negative way. And when I say by negative, not just one, not just an opinion that doesn't match mine, but an opinion that may be dangerous to other people, you know? Very so while I, while I don't take too much that, stuff that what celebrities say, I have to pay attention to what they say sometimes just in case you're trying to steer people the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, because if you don't if you don't value your own people's lives and you're out here calling them animals, somebody will hear what you said and interpret it um, and say, hey... If Trina thinks they're animals, they're fucking animals. Because she's a really? fucking animal. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, there was never a Trina record that I ever liked. But anyway. Man, that baddest bitch is my shit. And Nan, that's still my go-to morning song. Hey, Nan. I guess you really don't. I guess you really don't know, Nan. Okay. <laughs> that's the only two songs Seven. I know, to be honest. 
there's a, she has a ballad with uh, Kelly Rowland. I like that one. Here we go. Here we go again. Anyway. Uh, I would never associate right. me with, with, with a ballad, but go on. Sorry. <laughs> Why did Kelly Rowland do that to herself? But anyways. It was a good one. Mm. Anyway, uh, so we we see a typical All Lives Matter statement come from Drew Brees. I guess this position Drew is what? Drew Brees, hey. I never even heard of Drew Brees until this, to be honest. I don't fucking I, watch football. I, I, I don't you don't watch, watch football. football. I don't watch football, but I've, I've heard of this guy. I didn't know what his position was or who he played for, but I've heard his name before. Yeah. Um, so he plays... <laughs> in one of the blackest cities in America. When I think of, like, New Orleans, I definitely think of Chocolate City. Or when I think of black cities, I think of Chicago, D.C., New Orleans, and Houston. Those are just, like, places I think of automatically. I'm like, those are probably the blackest cities I can think of. And, um, this fool gets on TV. I don't know who he was interviewing or who was interviewing with him, but he gets on TV and starts talking shit about you know, how he'll never kneel or uh, respect or go for the kneeling shit just because he, his granddaddy uh, was, a, was a vet, a World War II vet, and he gets so emotional and weepy when he thinks about the service. And then <sighs> I was thinking, like, as he's fucking describing this, like, your granddaddy was probably racist as fuck. It was giving black men hell. He might not be present day racist, but I guarantee you he was probably giving them black men hell in his unit. If he even interacted with any black men. Well, that's World War II, so I'm not even thinking he had any interactions with him. Exactly. And that's assuming a lot. That's assuming that he even interacted with any black men. Uh, but yeah, black men were were fighting the war abroad, and then they came back home. Like you don't even like you make it sound like all white people are patriots, and like there's no such thing as a black patriot. And what's my man from? Um, he's he's from New Orleans too. Uh, the guy that he was on, um, Wendell Pierce. Wendell Pierce. Um he shared a very like moving statement where he talked about how his 95 year old father served I think his dad's like 95 now and how he served in the military and uh, was taught to respect America too but it was some bullshit he was fighting war abroad and war at home and he was raised very similarly but he also should like I'm gonna still kneel to support Black Lives Matter because at the end of the day I'm a black man. And people aren't disrespecting the flag when they kneel. They're protesting police brutality. And for him exactly. to be and for him to be for it to be this far in the future when Colin Kaepernick was doing his thing that many years ago, it seemed like by now he would be up to date regarding what it was all about. And that shows the true ignorance of white privilege. And just the fact that like you're not listening to black people when we talk. Like you're you're Charlie Brown and us, like adults. You're like, womp, 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 womp. Well, my life is good, so fuck whatever you're talking about. It's... It just it just leaves me like with this still hopeless feeling like, bro, what the fuck do you think we've been doing for the past seven years? And to be honest, and to be like, honest, what, what the American you, flag you, is a symbol of racism. Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? 
Every time I'm on Twitter and I see somebody with an American flag uh, avatar, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what to expect from this person here and their response before I even read the response. I was on a, I was on a Facebook chat just before the show started. One of my friends posted something about Kaepernick being right. And it was, at, well, not that, I'm sorry. He had posted earlier. It was about the um, Roger Goodell coming out and saying that they were wrong about being against the, uh, being against the protest. And one of my, friend of a friend, he basically just came out and just said that if Kaepernick, uh, he had a problem with Kaepernick doing it during the games, he should have done it. And he actually said at Burger King or something like that. And my response was, if he had done it at Burger King, nobody would know, nobody would care. The whole point is, is that he does it on a national platform where people can see. A lot of people, they want us to protest, you know, where it can't be seen so it doesn't offend them. And if it's making you uncomfortable, then it's working. That's the whole point of it to make you uncomfortable, to make you think, you know, when protesters hold up traffic, you know, it's to inconvenience you um, as people are being, I mean, you, you, you know, you think about that minor inconvenience that you're suffering through being in traffic and then not thinking about the inconvenience other people go through every day. You know, all the stress that comes with being an African-American, mm -hmm. especially if you live, I mean, like I said, I live in a quiet old town, but what if I lived in Memphis or Chicago or New Orleans? Where that's, a good, that's a good, life but yeah that that shit is wild and it's like but it's funny because you he mentioned like a random place but you want him to bring attention and inconvenience the people at the random place you want to shift that blame or shift that location because you feel like oh that business should be inconvenienced not mine oh bye shut up you know, I, I will say this. I had I, I made a post about Drew Brees before we go on, and I had that Mark Wahlberg uh, meme from, you know, that, that confused face he had when he was on The Happening. And I was like, when your quarterback says, when Drew Brees says something monumentally stupid, but he's a keeper on your fantasy football league. <laughs> so, and he really is a keeper on my fantasy football league. And I'm like, well, he is old. I could stand to get rid of him. Well, of course, as expected, he also issued a dry-ass apology. Yeah, it's it goes along the line of it's only wrong when you get caught or when you get called on it. I mean, the way he said that, that story, he, he stood by that. He was just saying, I apologize, so he doesn't catch any more heat. But he, he stands by what he says. You don't, you don't, you don't invoke your, your World War II grandfather unless you stand by what you say. Well, let's talk about the woman that got Merck banned one time from Twitter. My secret girlfriend. The bed wench, known as Candace <laughs> Owens. But you before we go into that, let's get it. What's the operational definition for bed wench? Um, and I, I, I looked it up too, because I, I called it that on several occasions. But, um, damn, hold on a second. <laughs> I gotta look it up again. I looked it up before. Cause I called it a few times. I'm like, maybe I was like, let me make sure I'm using this right. And as far as I know, I was using it correctly. And she hates that, that term, which is probably why her bots scouted it out. Because when she was in Congress talking about how racism doesn't exist. Um, well, you actually drudged up some feelings she had about her past in which yeah. people teased her and called her names and made her feel less than. Yeah. It was a, it was a stark reminder. You drummed up her PTSD. You're very naughty, Merck. 
Well, that's why I got banned. <laughs> and that's why I had to refrain from getting on her Twitter page uh, the other day because I was like, you know what? If I get banned again, it's probably gonna be permanent. So we're not to let you get away with this one. <laughs> I'll just get her on Instagram, I guess. Sin, what you had to say about this, Odie? Camille? I just refuse to like even acknowledge her presence. I don't uh, know. I'm, yeah, about. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, when I saw it, um, I'm not a Candace Owens like follower. I just happened to see it because someone had posted it. And they, um, I really don't try to give my energy to things that I feel are to discredit what is happening right now and I feel like she did a lot of victim blaming I think she um tried to appease white people and I think that was really her goal and I think sometimes people who have been traumatized by you know other blacks they tend to want to attack their own and I feel like that was really her anger with that because black people may have called her Oreo or whatever the case may be in the past and she's just like well it's their fault that we're in this situation and one of the statements that she made about the fact that, you know, police brutality is not an issue. <laughs> like, and then had the nerve to say, well, white people die by police more often than blacks. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Where are you getting your information from? Cite your sources. Let me know what's going on. Okay, so I'm not going to do all that, you know, to communicate back and forth with her. But I just felt like she was just really just providing a one-sided perspective that spoke to, you know, the other side. And she's not really in support of us. The sad part is, though, is that her statement will get passed around. And I saw so many white people like, yeah, that cheering her on with the bullshit she was saying. And it just pissed me off even more because all they need is just one or two allies that look like us to feel like they've got a point and they've got progress. And it's like, no, she doesn't represent us. She doesn't speak for the whole, you know. And, you know, I just think that she was just saying a whole bunch of bulls to make herself look better. Maybe she wants to speak on Fox News or whatever the case may be. She wants to be another Stacey Dash. I don't know. But, you know, I don't give her my energy like that. You know, and if she could only look at the history of Stacey Dash, where is she now? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's my thing. But you know, it's always like, it's always supposed to think, oh, I'm going to be the good Negro. I'm going to be the favorite one. Um, and they don't think I'm going to be accepted because I wasn't before. I'm special. I'm the special one. It's hard when you are, when you, when you're removed, right? Because if you're, if you're removed from it, I think it's difficult for you to feel the pain of your people. But when you see it every day, when you experience it personally, it's a, you have a different perspective. And a lot of times, you know, some black people remove themselves from the 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 struggle of being um, black in America. They put themselves in environments that kind of cater to, you know, white people and the you know, the, the, the white narrative. And so when they do that, it's kind of like, oh no, nothing's really happening. It's just, you know, these small isolated events. But these events are not isolated. We all know that. These things, these things have been happening every month someone's dying by the hands of police. Every month is something, you know? So, I mean, even, even in that, and I think sometimes it's just, you know, people get removed and they think that things are okay because they're blinded by that. And of course, if you've got a circle of people around you who support the bullshit that you're saying, of course you're gonna keep you know, keep saying it. You know, I, I will say this, uh, and, me, and this is me being a jackass, and that's, um, <laughs> I, I know. Um, Benjamin Dixon, one of the podcasters I normally listen to, he always cracks on Candace Owens' edges, 
and I joked with them on Twitter. I'm like, come <laughs> on. I'm like, that's not fair because you know she's not allowed to be in black hair care stores. So there's there's nothing more she could do with that. That's just that's just the way it is. Yo, send me the link to that podcast. That sounds like somebody I need to listen to. <laughs> I can't do. Yeah, if you're gonna like, talk shit about us, please get Elisa a better white people wig. Do not wear your natural. We ain't trying to see that. You know what I'm saying? And she got the perm, y'all. And she got the and she got the bushiest eyebrows. Like they look like my shit. You know what I'm saying? They look so untamed. I mean, the thing about Candace Owens that, that's always pissed me off. You know, if she was somebody like, I don't, I don't know much about Paris Denard or about uh, Tim Scott, who was Ray a- uh, No, nah, well, no, nah, um, Tim Scott is a, uh, a senator out of uh, South Carolina. He's the only uh, black GOP senator right now. And he was talking about a couple of days ago, he was talking about how um, in one year, and this is while he was senator, that he got pulled over by the cops like six times in one year. And I'm like, I don't feel sorry for you, dude, because you chose to be on that side. And I don't know if you decided to be a conservative because you figured that would get you out of that whole thing, but uh, it, it, it didn't. So that's what you get. With someone like Candace Owens, she's not doing this because she believes in it. Even though when you hear it, it sounds like she believes in it. It's for the money. Because she was a, she was a, 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 not, not, a not a progressive, but she was a, a liberal maybe not even four years ago. And basically, she just figured there's more money. Because you figure like this. She's on uh, The Blaze. Who do you know that listens to The Blaze? Nobody. They're propped up by billionaires because they're pushing the message that the billionaires want. Right? But no one listens to The Blaze. I mean, none of my conservative friends listen to The Blaze. So if I had one or two, I have more conservative friends that listen to Alex Jones than listen to The Blaze. But the reason why they stay in is because they're supported by billionaires. And Candace Owens figured, you know what? I'm not gonna pay my rent being a good person. I'm gonna pay my rent and pay off my student loans or whatever by being a, you know, black Tammy Lauren. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the problem is like, and more to your point, Blue, where are these people now? Where's where Stacey Dash now? Where Where's, uh, where's uh, Diamond and Silk now? They got thrown off Fox News uh, a few we weeks ago. We used them until we used them up. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And the thing about it is you would think that they would know this. Like, you are being used to provide this information. Uh, to have I think she, honestly, honestly, I feel like she is smarter than she, uh, than she portrays herself to be. I think She's just using her 15 minutes. Like she said, I'm gonna collect my coins during these 15 minutes. I see how profitable it is. Fuck it. Let me, cause it's always gonna be that one. So let me just be the one. Um, and that's it. Surprisingly though, this week, um, a little kind of random shit, but one that we thought was gonna extend its 15 minutes of fame. Uh, there's been a, a meme floating around that Kanye West um, was playing the long game. He said that he put on that MAGA hat and then the conversations to get black people freed from jail started happening. And that he's not MAGA at all, but he just played played the game. Because we, we do know that he uh, he is donating to uh, Black Lives Matter uh, causes. And was it him that said he was going to pay for the baby's school, his daughter's 
education. I can't remember if that was him or not, but we do know that yeah, he donated. Him. It was him. Okay, so we heard that we heard that that was floating around the internet, and that if that's true, then maybe Kanye is, you know, an, a, a genius after all. No. That don't take no genius. <laughs> I'm playing the like, again. Anything to get anything to get notoriety, anything to get popular. And then he's I guess in this way, he used them until he used them up. And, and I don't mean to say no like that, Odie, but I I don't think that he did it just because it still was dangerous as fuck. Like, I mean, it was yeah. dangerous as fuck for him to jump on on this bandwagon. Oh, yeah, that definitely could have fucked but, up his money. But now he's a billionaire. He can do what the fuck he wanna do. Yeah. Bingo, bingo, and that, and that no wasn't really for you, but it was for Kanye's intentions. Like that's not his intention. He's full of shit. He's basically just wants to get. He doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he's a billionaire, so he's not going to be one of those, uh, you know, working class black and conservatives who, who, who got to eat dinner at uh, Golden Corral every Thanksgiving because no one wants him in their home. How do you move always from 40 gonna million to a billionaire in a matter of three or four years? That's crazy. So he had to, he had to do, I think it all worked for the master plan. And the master plan was to get that money, man. Can you dig it? Well, that plan worked. Because <laughs> at one point he was broke. So that plan worked out for him very well. But this whole thing about like, look, I'm just a spook who sat by the door. Very good movie. You should watch it when you get a chance. I pray that he has a, um, what they call that shit the money where you where you protect your money what's that shit called unless his wife is worth was his wife worth more when they got married what do you oh, think yeah much more I think so yeah oh then yeah he don't it don't do him no good oh, oh you can buy a prenup prenup yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> trust me Kim needs a prenup from Kanye she don't Kanye don't need no prenup from Kim she's always gonna have money that's never gonna change man I'm thinking I need to make a porn so I can make some money <laughs> bullshit porn that ain't even show no good parts. Did you ever see that? She was already rich though. Her family yeah. was already rich. Yeah, but was she balling like that until the re- reality show? Remember the reality show didn't kick in until after that that leak. It wasn't even a leak until that reveal. Yeah, but they were still yeah. already rich though. They were living in the same neighborhood as Paris Hilton. They they couldn't have been too broke. Uh, I mean, I mean, you figure it like this: somebody was crunching the numbers. Christian. They they found out that Paris Hilton. <laughs> made more money with her inheritance than Donald Trump made with his. So when you got money, you just, I mean, unless you're a moron or you're addicted to crack and heroin at the same time, that money is money time. on its own, you know? If you got money, it's gonna make money, you know? And that's kind of what happened to Kanye. He was involved with money and he just made more money, you know? But Blue, you had something that you wanted to share about Candace, uh, a little uh, little truth about her. Right, right, right. It's just that Candace Owens always said that she's never experienced racism and that racism doesn't exist in America. I don't know what operational definition of racism she's utilizing, but I know back in 2008, she was trolled and she was teased and she got an eating disorder and mental health issues. And this is like when she was in high school and these white people that she thought were their, her friends, they disrespected her and teased her and made death threats. And she sued the school system and the system and the school system as they didn't protect her or didn't offer enough protection for her. Cause you know, she basically left school because all this was going on. I don't know how she can't remember something from 12 years ago. 
unless you do a lot of heroin and coke, like you mentioned earlier, right? But, I mean, her nose, her nostrils are kind of big. I'm thinking she probably do a little blow, you know what I'm saying? I, I can see it, I can see it. Her eyes are often glassy, which means you're probably high on some shit. But anyway, so she won a $37,500 from the school system regarding that. The school system did not pay, protect her from racial attacks and death threats. And so this bitch, I hope that she gets on a show where somebody can just really bring it to her ass. Well, then why don't you give that school day $37,500 back? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and the worst part about that whole exchange is that in her whole thing where she's like uh, dissing black people, one of the organizations that she insulted was the NAACP. That's who had her back through that whole, uh, that whole lawsuit was the NAACP. That's how she won that lawsuit. So the fact that she turned around and said that the NAACP never did anything good for black people, I guess Candace doesn't consider herself to be black anymore, so that might be true from her standpoint. But I mean, to say that and about the organization that helped you when no one else was gonna help her, that's, that's horrible, you know? And living proof that she's just doing it for the money. Like she doesn't really care about principles. She just cares about the money. And if, if Charlie Kirk, or any of her paymasters tells her what to say, gives her a script, she will go ahead and read that script, you know? Which is why I, I don't even respect her as a human being, much less as, you know, whatever the hell she's supposed to be, I don't even know, you know? I, I, I have no clue. All right, we're gonna have a, a one month ban. We're not gonna it mentioned Candace Owens for one month. I think I think that was enough for a month. I got no choice. I don't want to get banned from Twitter again. There you go. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, I'm a pirate. <laughs> My man, Fifty Grand, Bernie Sanders. I will say this though, you know, about Bernie Sanders. I know people are just like now. Really with Bernie Sanders, for the love of Jesus. But there is a presidential election going on. We might not know it all that much because of everything else that's going on between the pandemic, between what, 15% unemployment, between all the other stuff that goes on, right? It's really hard to think about much else right now, you know? A lot of people didn't know, and put it like this, I don't even know the results, but there was a whole bunch of primaries on Tuesday. I don't even know the results. That's how much chaos is going on and I follow this for you know and I follow politics and I don't even know what happened but let's do a quick recap on on Bernie Sanders and and Camille if I got your name wrong I apologize I'm bad with names when I do my thing feel free to jump in wherever because if you don't jump in I'm just gonna keep talking and um <laughs> it, it's not interrupting it's contributing okay let's do a quick recap on Bernie Sanders okay in 2012, he was so unimpressed with Obama and wary of his shift to the center that he considered primarying Obama in the 2012 elections, okay? Now, in 2016, he tried to urge Elizabeth Sanders, Elizabeth Sanders, Elizabeth Warren to run for president because she had more name recognition than he did at the time, but she refused, and now we know why. Because while Warren used to be a lioness uh, and a champion of working people, and one of the few people who stood up to Joe Biden, right? And you could, you could look at those videos where she goes back and forth with Joe Biden over that bankruptcy bill. Um, now she's more content to carry water for him and abandon her core principles uh, to be his VP, even though his uh, his paymasters were pretty much like, no, we don't want Elizabeth Warren. 
you know? So Bernie Sanders ran for president in 2016, but he got shafted by the DNC, okay? His run in 2020 was derailed by a combination of disingenuous elements in his own campaign, Bernie trusting the wrong people, and the establishment using CNN and especially MSNBC to paint Bernie in a negative light every chance they got. Chris Matthews came out of his stupid fat face and actually said that if you were stranded on the side of the road, Bernie Sanders would not stop to help you. What exactly is he basing that on? Just the fact that he doesn't like Bernie Sanders. You know, nah, that's just real, son. I ran a scenario. That That's Bernie right there. <laughs> you should get up on your own. We'll give you a stimulus check so you can get up. Get up. <laughs> oh, you know, that is definitely not Bernie. <laughs> he would at least call AAA for you. Um, Even in states where Bernie lost in the primary, Medicare for all polled at 60% or higher. Okay? Joe Biden is against Medicare for all. So you know that those people are voting for Joe Biden because they, I don't want to say they've been brainwashed. That's too much. That's way too much. But they have been told that Biden is the best chance against Trump, right? That Bernie's ideas are too radical, but yet when they put their ideas on the poll, they choose those ideas. So let's fast forward to today, okay? Uh, Real clear politics is just for those who who are not familiar with it, is the rotten tomatoes of, of political polling. They don't do their own polling. They do an average of existing polls, okay? So as of this morning, and, and this is going from June 5th and June, 4th, and June 4th polling, Biden has a plus seven lead over Trump, 50 to 43. And Trump's job disapproval rating in three major polls, disapproval, plus 13, plus 12, and plus three. And that plus three comes from Rasmussen, which is basically a conservative poll. Okay, so in other polls, uh, bear with me here. Uh, IBD polls has Biden 45, Trump 42. Uh, President Trump uh, job approval rating in that same poll, they had disapproval at plus 10. CBS News disapproval at plus 14. This is about Trump's performance rating. CBS uh, Reuters plus 17 disapproval rating for Trump. Direction of the country, Reuters has uh, 44% of the country says that, I'm sorry, 67% of the country say we're on the wrong track. And that's for Reuters and CBS News. So you might be listening to these polls and thinking, okay, Joe's got this in the bag. So what's the fuss? Here's the fuss, two things. Number one, Biden hasn't done anything. Let me ask you guys a question. What's Joe Biden's platform for 2020? What have you heard? Kill the black people. You're not black if you don't. <laughs> you're not black if you're thinking about voting for Trump. <laughs> you know, and that's all pretty and much. That's always been the Achilles heel of the Democrats since Obama. They don't have a game plan that the people can identify with. They don't have a mission statement that the people can identify with, and they get swooped by this motherfucker Trump again. Yeah. Now. Biden's popularity is not really Biden's popularity. It's basically Trump's idiocy. Okay? How we handle No, it's the Biden. dick riding of Obama. Let's get it right, you know what I'm saying? That too. No, they're riding on they're riding on his it's on Trump's incompetence. And that's why they're promoting Biden so much. But Biden has to write absolutely no plan of any kind, specifically for black Americans. 
Right. And so that's the problem. And there's, he has no policies in place. You know, and I just feel like he just kind of rides on the curtails of the fact that Trump sucks. People don't like him. Black people specifically don't like him. You know, people of color, I should say, don't want to mess with him because of, it, of, of a lot of his policies. So it's kind of like, well, I guess we only other of two evils who we gonna go with. We're gonna go with Biden, and that sucks because that puts Biden in place. He doesn't really have to come up with nothing because he's gonna get the default vote any day, going way. Yeah. Now Biden won in the South Carolina primary. He won overwhelmingly because he got the majority of the black vote. But here's the thing, that's uh, black voters in the South who are generally older. What about swing voters in Illinois? What about those swing voters in um, in Michigan, you know, in Indiana? You know, that's not gonna work that way for him because it didn't work that way for Hillary, you know? Yeah, and I think too, and I, and I, think, I think too the biggest thing is that a lot of people are not planning on voting, young people, you know what I mean? They're right. saying, well, I'm, yeah, Biden ain't that great. So I'm just, Trump really ain't that great. So I'm just not going to vote at all. And so, you know, he needs to be, you know, doing things to promote voting regardless. And I think that, you know, that's an issue because if people don't vote, then we automatically give it to Trump. Right. Now, I will say this. Okay. And that leads into my next point. Great segue. <laughs> Young people don't like Biden. Okay, and it's not because of Biden's age, because Bernie, if Bernie is either the same age as Biden or maybe even a little older, okay, so it's nothing to do with age. It's that Bernie has a platform that energizes young people across the country, even in primary states that Bernie lost. Right, Bernie had the overwhelming support of young voters. You know, sometimes two, sometimes uh, two to one. Okay, so all my neoliberal friends. They love to say, well, young people just didn't come out for Bernie. That's not entirely true. Young people don't really engage in politics because they see it as futile. They see how things work. And a good amount of people, like you said, have checked out because they're like, oh, these are my choices. Then I pick option C, which is go fuck yourself. You know, Bernie's power is that he energizes not just young people, but just people in general who don't normally vote. You know, I, I've told this story before, but uh, I'll tell the short version of it. On election night, when Obama, back in 08, when Obama got elected, somebody actually said that the only reason why Obama won is because a bunch of lazy black people who never voted before decided that they want to vote. That statement is not entirely false, but they're not lazy. They were just disillusioned because they looked at the political system and they thought, well, there's nothing here for us. And then mm-hmm. they saw Obama and they're like, oh, okay. I like what he's saying. I'm going to, I'm going to register to vote and I'm going to vote for Bernie has that power, but Biden does not. And that's basically a problem. All my friends who scold me because I plan on writing in Bernie Sanders. And I don't know why I said it out loud. I'm an idiot, but, um, all my friends who scold me about voting for, uh, about writing Bernie in or not voting at all for the president, I'm voting my local elections. Definitely. But they're not excited about Biden. They're just doing it because they're because they're terrified of Trump. And that's legit. I'm never gonna say that being terrified of Trump is not legit, because it is. But the problem mm-hmm. I'm but the problem I'm having is all my neoliberal friends who claim to be progressive, <laughs> they say that people like me, who are still angry about Bernie dropping out and just the way things went down, that we are, and, th- and I quote this, a subset of a subset of progressives. Okay, so in their mind, they've crunched the numbers and found out that even if 
Klobuchar and Mayor Pete didn't drop out of the primaries, that Bernie wouldn't have won anyway. Now they didn't share those numbers with me. That's just what they told me, okay? But if we're such a small, insignificant number, why engage us at all? So some of my neoliberal friends, they ignore me on Facebook when I say stuff, right? And that's fine because they don't have anything new to add anyway. It's just browbeating and them thinking that they're smarter than me, okay? But, what, but I'm baffled by something. How can Bernie supporters matter and not matter all at the same time? At the right. same damn time. Now, this is, why, this is why I want to talk about Bernie today, okay? Newsweek ran an op-ed. Some neoliberal douchebag and his daughter, actually, uh, did an article calling on Bernie Sanders to be Joe Biden's ambassador. This is from the article, okay? Senator Bernie Sanders clearly showed he could fight, that he could light a fire under college students by addressing the issues where their self-interest is strongest, whether it was student loan forgiveness, a path to free college tuition, Medicare for all, or other ways to secure a more stable financial future for young Americans. The policy Sanders promoted galvanized young people in not just one, but two presidential election cycles. Biden needs Sanders as an ambassador. The Senator must point to the fact that Biden's policy positions have evolved to embrace some of the more popular platform elements among young voters. He must also direct them to fight for Biden on social media. So this is from the end of the article. Uh, so our message is this, Bernie Sanders, no one needs a platform fight at a virtual convention. We need you to mobilize the college students you proved can form a political movement so they can marshal their, exist, their extensive social networks to put this president out of office, talking about Trump. So what they want Bernie Sanders to do is they want him to lie. They want him to go out and lie and say that Joe Biden is shifting to the left when he's clearly not shifting to the left, okay? He's still against Medicare for all. Even in a goddamn pandemic, he's still against Medicare for all, right? Um, he's only shifted slightly on student loan forgiveness and I've heard anything of any significance on any other platform that young people need to thrive and survive. But another reason why I brought this up is that no other candidate is under that pressure to push Biden other than Bernie. So there is no articles about Klobuchar. There's no articles about Beto. There's no articles about Elizabeth Warren. There's no articles about Mayor Pete saying that Mayor Pete needs to come out and do more. You know why? Because they're all mm -hmm. cut from the same cloth. Right? So it's basically like, I don't even know, I can't even think of a good analogy for that, but it's basically like they know that Bernie Sanders' faction is important to winning the election, but they don't want to do anything because it's going to upset their paymasters. It's going to upset their donors. Now, I will say this, I will give Biden one pass, okay? Bernie Sanders, people ain't giving money to Biden. I think we talked about this last week. Uh, mm. They let Biden have his mailing list. He has 2.2 million individual donors, right? So he was out raising these people, individual donors, by a lot. You know how many of those donors donated to, uh, to Joe Biden? 60,000. So the math, it comes out to less than 
Now, you can blame a lot of factors for that. We're in a pandemic. A lot of people out of work, you know? True. So people who, I mean, there were people who actually had, um, they had it set on their uh, on their cards as a revolving payment. Like every week, give Bernie $10 or give Bernie $5. They were doing that every payday. You know, they had it set like that. So you may want to hold on to that money if you're out of work or if there's a pandemic. So you, So if I just said, if I had to make up a number off the top of my head, I'd probably say, okay, well, maybe if 15 or 20% of Bernie's mailing list donated, I could understand that. 3%? Yeah. You know what that's called? That's called rejection. Okay? Young people are rejecting Joe Biden. And now all these people are begging Bernie Sanders, please, please tell your people to, to come out and, and, you know, support Joe Biden. But that's not Bernie's job. That's Biden's job, okay? And as every time Biden goes out and tries to do that, they're basically, I mean, they're basically screwing up, you know? So I, I, I'll say this, before we wrap up, did you guys have anything to add to that before we wrap up? No, I agree with you. Yeah, Biden needed, I mean, Bernie needed to do his job and support Biden. <laughs> that's not his job. Or Volley or Volley to be his VP. I mean, man, we can't let Trump forget and win again. This shit. Look, have you ever? I, I say this and I say this again. Mm-hmm. I've never felt the impact of any president as much as I felt the impact of this one. That's just how terrible of a job he's doing. Yeah, we we feel this. We feel it when our city does something different or when our state does something different. We never feel anything on a national scale. But this shit right here, we are really feeling. At least not right away. And and that's why I don't challenge, when my friends challenge me on that, I don't challenge them back, I don't push back. You know, because I feel that they are correct. But at the same time, we can't just throw our vote. We can't just be like, here's my vote, Joe, man. You know, we have to get something for it. And if holding our vote can get us something, I'll hold my vote until the last minute. What the, hell is, what the hell is holding your vote going to do but get Trump again and vote in again? Really? Uh, well, I'm talking about holding my vote until election day to let Joe Biden know, hey, this is not a lead pipe cinch to get my vote. You got to give us something. And if you don't give us something, right. I'm not yeah, going to vote. Biden, Biden's like this. Let me kiss you on your lip, on your, on your shoulder and pet your hair and give you this dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that turned very great. I think... I think- I think with Biden, though, it's all really going to come down to his VP pick. I think when, when we know who his VP pick is, it may give more insight into kind of what he's going to do and what he's going to bring. And that makes more people. I agree. I hope it's Elizabeth Warren. No. Elizabeth Warren. I can hear Amy. Yeah. I can hear Amy Coburn. I can hear about Amy. I don't know why, but that's what I've been reading about. It was going to be Amy and the George Floyd thing. I think they were waiting for that George Floyd thing to blow over, but it was going to be Amy until that's just, that's from what I've been, what I've been reading. But that George Floyd thing just derailed everything. Man, but what if he, what if he got Bernie oh, Sanders? Man. man, I would be, I would be, I would actually put my job on hold and I'd be canvassing if that, if that happened. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shoot. I mean, if it was Bernie Sanders and then, then basically, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Because it'd be like, okay, Bernie's VP, done, you know? Right. 
But um, right. we know he's gonna pick somebody who's gonna just agree with all his bullshit. He's not gonna pick somebody who's gonna push him or say, I don't think that's a good idea. He wants what Trump wants. He wants a yes man, but he just wants a less obvious yes man. You know, not like Mike Pence, who's just like, yes, sir, of course, sir. You know, he wants somebody who's gonna give the appearance of pushing him and then in the end, just not doing it. Like, like an Elizabeth Warren or a Stacey Abrams. So we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see, but uh, it, it's basically, I know they're trying to push this all on Bernie, but it really needs to be on Biden. You know, basically Bernie should just be like how Nina Turner and Brianna Joy Gray are for him to go out and spread his uh, message as opposed to having to make up his message for him or to lie about what the message is. So. I agree. Odie, what are your final thoughts? Hmm. Rona's still out in these streets. Don't let the news tell you, though, that going out to protest is somehow boosting the cases. Because if you actually do the quick maths on that, we all know that about two weeks ago, people were having protests of a different kind. And I think those numbers are what we're now seeing. So, like, while I've been saying stay your ass home, if you want to go out and protest, do it, but do it with your mask. Uh, because in a week or two from now, we'll know if you were protecting yourself. So I hope that that math adds up uh, better than the ones who are protesting for haircuts. I'll put it like this. That old man that got shoved down, he was wearing a mask. <laughs> he was wearing a mask. Yeah. Pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet he don't have the wrong it, but... <sighs> yeah. Uh, Mercedes, what are your final thoughts? Um, really don't really have any. Hopefully everything will get better and we'll get back to normal soon. That's pretty much it for me. All right. And Candace Owens with her dumb ass. <laughs> I, I do want to say too, you guys should make sure that you find joy. It's a lot. Um, but find joy in something. I personally will be watching Ian Yvonne or the special tonight. And I plan to laugh very, very hard as much as I can. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. This was my final thought that I had earlier. Invest. Look into it. Trading, day trading, swing trading, invest. Made a hell of a lot more money this week doing that than I did my own job and tired of clocking in. So I, I wanna I want everybody to do it. Everybody get wealthy together. So that's it. Yeah, invest in me, um, Mercedes. I'm a five oh one three C nonprofit. <laughs> 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 That can, help with, that can help with your taxes a little bit and you're helping um, fund a, a great agency that's the only nonprofit in the area that's serving the um, uninsured um, population regarding the mental health and substance abuse issues in Durham County well we do it in all counties but we mainly um, focus on um, urban ministries because they're right down the street and they, they need the most significant help right now okay well could you tell the people how to donate Yes, you simply go to www.morethantherapy.org and all information regarding the 5013C of Eddie Nguyen Health Services is on that website. And you don't have to donate funds per se, in-kind donations work, you know, sanitizing supplies, um, hygiene items for the population. 
Um, if you have tech that you no longer need or want, that's helpful because a lot of them mm-hmm. have to use telehealth and they use our hub at the um, American Underground since we have a gigabyte internet in order to connect to their um, resources like their okay. doctors and their therapists in order for them to get the wellness they need for they can succeed. We don't necessarily, we don't give the items directly to the um, people because, you know, they still have significant substance abuse issues and they might sell it for drugs. Oh, Wow. Okay. Well, that was wow. Dark. Yeah, and I will say this. Blue right, that is not the note you need to leave that on. <laughs> I, I'll talk to you about that offline. I may have some things I, I may want to donate. And, I um, bet, bet. And um, Camille, if I got your name right, I'm terrible with names. What are your final thoughts? Um, just self care, y'all. You know, it's it's hard out here. I think it's going to continue to be hard out here. We we're we're going through a pandemic. We're going through um, changes in, in our world today, so take care of yourselves. Um, self-care is so important. It's okay to unplug. It's okay to rest. It's okay to watch TV. It's still okay to laugh. It's still okay to be around, you know, of course, with social distancing and masks, but be around people that love you and, and pour into you, um, especially those out there um, on the front lines in healthcare and those out there on the front lines in the protest. You know, remember to take care of yourself. And Mr. Blue, did you have anything you wanted to add before we uh Oh, I think, you know, Camille, I mean, what Camille said is is actually on point. I think it's very important to do that. But also, social media detox. Unplug for 24 hours or 12 hours or however many hours. Mm -hmm. I was, my phone have an iPhone and it tells me how much screen time I had. I was very proud about how less I've been having screen time as I focus on more important things and address my wellness more i mean of course i have to look up the stuff you know what y'all talking about for the shows in order to get the right videos and pictures but for the most part i stay disconnected because i remember last week when i wasn't as disconnected it really impacted my mental health i wasn't my best me in, in therapy sessions and i wasn't my best me regarding my interactions with others that had nothing to do with my job it's like i was in a very dark sad lonely place anxiety couldn't even sleep my sleep pattern was disrupted like I I didn't rest at all last week and I just found like when I when I disconnected or had less interaction on the social media wasn't seeing these images and these videos as often that it helped me thank God for Hulu thank God for Netflix thank God for um what they call it jailbroken fire sticks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all jokes aside blue one day I, I wasn't on social media not because i planned to but because there was just one day where i had nothing to say and a couple of my friends called me to be sure i was okay because i post i post every day right and one day the one day i didn't post they were just like oh my god is merce okay right i should call them and find out <laughs> that's, that's real that's real <laughs> All right, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Urban Breakdown Podcast. It's available on all streaming platforms except iHeartRadio, including YouTube. And you can listen via flip phone or home phone at 1-857-385-7045. And that's a very, very good resource for those who don't have smartphones or who rather just listen to it on their phone. And that's the Urban Breakdown Podcast.